and welcome everyone to another episode of the Footy Game Day Squad Show. I'm your host, Cal, and joining me today, I've got Kerm. Kerm, how are you? Good, good. I'm, I'm excited to talk some footy here. You've only got me again for the review show this week, but I'm keen to start talking some round nine footy. Yeah, Tom is still flying with all his uni work at the moment, but he's getting to the end of it. We will have our full team back operating very, very soon. Before we get stuck into our preview show of round nine, just want to say a quick apologies for the audio quality that came from me in our review <laughs> show. I have tried my best to fix up the mic. I know there was a few issues with it. Hopefully I'm sounding a bit better than I was uh, in that show. And also a big shout out. The reason we are here is because of Game Day Squad. It's Australia's first and currently only fantasy sport platform launched using blockchain technology. Our, our AFL and our NRL platforms are live. You can jump on, start building your starter pack, start building your team. Competitions are starting very, very soon. So make sure you're keeping up to date. All our socials, all our Discord, everything is below. Best place to get the news and see what we're all about. We are super excited with what we are doing here at Game Day Squad. There's some really, really cool things coming along. So yeah, stay tuned for that. But Kerm, we're going to start our preview show like we do every week. We're going to throw yes. it to you. You're going to give us your team news. As I always say, this is recorded on Wednesday night. So the official team news is now. But you're going to get people uh, a day ahead. You're going to get yeah, them, uh, going to get the insights. crystal ball out and try and give some good advice out here. But um, no, there is some to be fair, some exciting news for fantasy heads out there for uh for the team news this week. So I'll kick it off with some big news out at the kennel. Uh, Marcus Bontempelli will return for the Bulldogs. Uh, which is a massive inclusion for him. It's always massive to see him out on the field. Um, but in some worse news uh, for Rucks and just, you know, footy fans in general, Tim English will miss this week again, but this time mm. it's with the flu. So um, Rucks are just a dry, desolate place right now. So we were really, really keen to get him back out on the field, but mm. he's going to miss this week again with the flu. Um, down at the Port Pair, your guys, yeah. uh, Charlie Dixon is a strong chance to return, which yes. will get you excited. A big body up forward that you're sort of crying out for. Um, Charlie Dixon will be a what massive are you talking about? We've got Toddy Marshall guys. now, mate. Didn't you see him on the weekend? Toddy Marshall. We don't, need, we don't need Charlie Dixon. <laughs> true, true, true. But no, it's, whenever you can get Charlie Dixon out there fit and healthy, it's a big inclusion. Yeah. Um, up north for my guys, Noah Anderson's going to slot straight back into the Suns midfield after missing last week with a mystery illness, um, which is massive for us. Massive news for Carlton. They're going to hopefully get George Hewitt back as he's an outside chance to return, but he's been such a big um, inclusion for them as a whole this year, so to get him back would be massive. Impressive Swans ruckman Peter Laddams could miss this week after copping a knock last week against the Suns, but Tom Hickey... Uh, should be back as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic happens yeah. and, and goes along as the year progresses. Um, Adams has been really good for a really, really perspective. Good. Former court guy. I was curious to see how he went because Hickey was holding that spot down last year. Absolutely. But, so when yeah. they're both healthy, it'd be interesting to see how they go. But Hickey was good before he went out injured and Laddams really took that role by storm. So Because he can go forward. Watch. He can play out forward as sort of yeah. Yeah, a ruckman that can actually play there and kick a couple goals. So... I exactly. see that really working. He's yeah, he's a really interesting fantasy dynasty prospect to look at because he's still pretty young. Absolutely, I'd be looking at him for sure. He's on my radar now as it is. Um, but we spoke about Tim English and the Rocks sort of landscape as a whole. And as of right now, today recording on Wednesday, um, Max Gorn is questionable to play against the <laughs> Eagles. So we spoke about how there just is about like no Rocks to choose from, and the number one guy on the year could be out this week versus the Eagles, which would absolutely be heartbreaking for the fantasy community this week. 
Jeez, yeah. Who are you going to play? Your boy we'll talk Wixie. about that a little yep. bit later on. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure we will. Far out. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. Absolutely, it is. And you imagine they will take the, the air on the side of caution. They will rest him. You would think so against the Eagles. You put the twos and out and beat the Eagles at the moment. With so. Luke Jackson healthy and available as well. Be interesting to see how he goes with a sole opportunity there. Yeah, right, right. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, thanks for that, Kim. That's always good to get the, the early insight onto what's happening news-wise. We're going to roll into pack opening of the week. And Kerm and everyone else following along, you can now see the pack I've just brought up. Congratulations to the Potato Bake, who opened a hell of a pack. Look at this. This is insane. He's got. This is, looks like it was a common nine-player pack. Three players he's got there are inside the best 22 GDS team at the moment in Hewitt, Doherty, and Steele. And then you've got someone like Sarong and even Mac Andrews, some future yeah. prospects. Yeah. That's a pack I'd be extremely happy with. I don't have this pack, Lock. I get jealous of this segment every every single week because I, I would dream of having this pack. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations, Potato Bake. You've won three times three player common packs. I'll be sending you them. Make sure if you are anyone, this open invitation, if you're opening packs, starter packs, regular packs, whatever it is, make sure you're posting them in our on our Discord or sending them to us in our social media because this is an open thing. We want to see who's winning, who's getting the best packs. And there is the, that obviously that reward there that is up for grabs for everyone. So keep opening packs. And yeah, we're going to keep seeing. I'm getting very jealous of who everyone's opening. <laughs> Alrighty, Kerm, we are going to start a new little segment here in the preview show. And it's going to follow our pack of the this. week. It's yeah. going to be a start one, bench one, cut one. And every week we're going to open a three-player pack and we're going to see on the fly, start one, bench one, cut one. So this, of course, is the platform if you've not seen it before. If you haven't seen it and you're up to this, make sure you jump on, have a look. This is my team. I'm not going to go through it. Not the episode for that, but I'm super excited <laughs> to start talking about it when our competitions start. But I'm going to open a three-player common pack, okay? and we're going to see how we go. So, I love this. I love this oh, feeling of opening a pack. Look at this. Yeah. So let's have a look. On the All fly. Right. Silver. A silver Haze. A Silver McInerney. And a silver brown. Go. Start oh. one, bench one, cut one. How are you going? I'm going to start Big O, McInerney. Um, he's got a good role down at Brisbane. He's actually carved himself out a really nice starting role, pitch hitting in the ruck and then um, playing up front as well. I think he's injured now. I didn't mention that as he's not the most fantasy relevant player going mm. around. But of the three here, he has the biggest role. And we spoke about opportunity equals production, I think. Oscar Big O here. Mm-hmm. Um, is going to be the start for me. Um, my bench is going to be Hayes. Yeah. I think Hayes is the play here. Brown hasn't got the biggest role, and it's sort of been carved out by both the Dacos brothers. So he's sort of playing third fiddle to them, um, sort of eked out by Nick Dacos, actually, which is a bit of a shame for Brown, but he's still yeah. going to get that opportunity at some point. But um, Hayes is the interesting one, and you could speak more about him because you are the Port fan, but when he does play, he does seem to get those 60 to 70 GDS fantasy point games, which could, if you got a multiplier on him, which we do here, 1.2, that could actually be a pretty good play for someone who's got Sam Hayes in in their back pocket. Yeah, I'll just say that's 1.1 silver, just to correct you, I haven't zoomed in enough on that for you, but we'll see on your one. But yeah, he's been a good one. He's been solid, kind of like McInerney, where you just like, you don't need your Ruckman to always be special. He just is solid. 
but in saying that, I don't think I've seen enough of him to, to know if he's someone I want long-term. But no, I'd agree with you. Start uh, McInerney, bench Hayes, and cut Brown. Boom. Alrighty, guys. So before we get into our next segment, which is question of the round, there are some things we need our listeners to do out there, and that is to do all the good stuff. We need you to go down below, like, and subscribe Follow all our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We got all the good stuff there and even give our Discord a follow as well and sort of join in with the community that we've already tried to build there. So do all that good stuff for us. But that'll take us into our next segment here, which I spoke about before. Cal, do you want to kick us off here with question of the round? What are you questioning here? Yeah, I'll kick things off. This week, I've got my question. Will Clayton Oliver finish as the D's best fantasy player in 2022? So like we've spoken that. a lot about Gorn, obviously being the clear set and forget Ruckman, but we have often don't talk about Oliver just because of the brilliance of Petrucker. So he's currently 6th highest average overall and ninth highest cumulative. So number one at the Ds, which is super impressive for a team that boasts two players that are up there as well in um, track and Angus Brayshaw. So even though it's kind of like the, the Bulldogs, even though there's a few of them, they always still manage to, to hit the fantasy scoreboard. He's two years younger than Track as well, so he maybe hasn't even even played his best footy. From a dynasty perspective, I think that's also another question. Who would you be ticking, picking Oliver and Petraka? But yeah, question of the round is that one. I'm very keen to see how he goes. Could have a monster score against the Eagles this week too. Oh, he very well could be. He's definitely one to watch. And I'll speak about him a little bit later on because he is in my good books. But Ooh. I'll move us on to my question of the round, which is where are all the rucks at? And it's just been an <laughs> absolute disappointment. We're in my pack, by the sound of it, two out of the three players were ruckmen. Jeez, they're all... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Odds exactly. on that are low. Very yeah, they can, they can both be starters at this point because there is just no one left to choose from because Brody Grundy's out, Maxi Gorn could be out, and those are the two big names. But we speak about Tim English as sort of the one who's going to be the next on the mantle to be the next big guy, and he could be out this week as well. Mm. So there's just not a lot to choose from. And like some of the options we still have are okay. Like Sean Darcy is one of my favourite fantasy assets going around, and he's actually built some health and... He'll play again this week. So he's mustered up two games in a row, which is not mm. Sean Darcy-like. <laughs> um, but other options as well. You've got Braden Proust out at GWS, who is playing some really good footy. Um, and Jared Witts, who we spoke about in the review show just the other night. So those are some options we have. But when we go into the season looking at the likes of Riley O'Brien, who hasn't performed as well as he should have, Brody Grundy, who's injured, but before that was a little bit disgraceful, um, Max Gorn, who could be out this week, and then Tim English, who skyrocketed into you know fantasy ex- excellency, you could say, um, in the ruck position. But going into this season, if you were looking at the positions and thinking, you know, where's the safest options? I 100% would have said the ruck position, but it just hasn't been the case in the slightest so far this season in 2022. And yeah, where are all the rucks at is my question. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I know a lot of people in the AFL fantasy and AFL Supercoach community have been panicking. What are we going to do with that ruck spot? Because like you yeah. said, it is a massive headache. In game day squad, we are only going to have one ruck spot on the ground scoring. So it'll be would would it be less of a headache if our competitions were up and running? But you're right, it's still going to be a headache, particularly if Gorn doesn't play. So I like that one. I'm going to roll things into our rolling dream team, which is, of course, is our, our ideal squad that if we could pick blank slate of players today, who would it be? 
Um, this is my team I've got at the moment. You've been following along the series. I've got Jason Horn Francis leaving my bench and leaving my team completely. I couldn't leave out Clayton Oliver any longer. I know yeah. I take the dynasty approach with this, but he's just been too good. And he's, he's still only 24. Like, it's so easy to forget that he's still so young. So, yeah, I've had to push Walsh down to my bench, um, which, yeah, he interesting year for Walsh. Interesting yeah, year weird. For Walsh. It's, um, he's scoring well um, in GDS good. scoring. He's good without being great. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Teetering on the edge of being at that elite level again, and he's playing good real-life footy, um, mm. but it's not translating to the fantasy, fantasy scores just yet. Yeah, a lot of other uh, blues eating around him. So, yeah, he's just That's finding it. his spot. My other one was I didn't actually make a trade. So we get we gave ourselves two, just like you're going to get in game desk squad. But I didn't actually use my second trade. But I did put Daniel Rich on the hot seat last week, and he came up with his best game of the year. He went 130 GDS points. So I really can't good in game. good faith put him on the hot seat, him perform and drop him. So I will, I'm, all I'm going to say is that Isaac Cumming has started training with my team. He's not Ooh, on the team, he's like not on that. the board, but he's training with the he's got squad. A trial. Yeah, he's just letting all the defenders know that he's there, they're around. So they're my um they're my moves this week. What have you got? No, I like that. Those are some positive changes there. Um but in my team, I couldn't and full credit to Tom. Um he was on this guy really, really early, but Nick Martin, you just cannot ignore him anymore, and he's made his way into my team um, to the detriment of Zach Butters, who I was really high on going into the season. So I've let Zach Butters go. I'm not going to burn that bridge completely because I'll welcome him back into my team at any point. But for now, uh, Nick Martin has come into my team. Um, And like you, I've only made the one trade this week. As we have the two allotted trades, I've only used one. Um, But I have made an on-field change, which is Sean Darcy back into the starting position. I should have done this last week. Um, And Maxi Gorn goes to the bench. So I've returned back to normality uh, with loving Sean Darcy, and he's back into my starting role. Yeah, nice, nice. And if you're just wondering why do we all have Nick Martin looking like he is, because he was well signed to the Bombers so late (laughs) in the year, we didn't actually have his card ready to go at the start. So, yeah, yeah, at the moment we've just got his floating around, but he's standing out just like he is on the field at the moment. So, yeah, good on him. All righty, Kerm. So I've just told you before how putting Daniel Rich on the hot seat worked for him. And as a Port Adelaide fan, I hope it works for this guy. But this week, I've put Zachy Butters. You've just spoken about him losing your spot in his team. I've put him on the hot seat. It's about time, yeah. You and me were so high on this guy coming into the season. We really did think he was going to be that sort of mid-forward level, that green Taranto, the Heaney, those sort of, that sort of scoring. But he just hasn't been influencing the game. When he's in the midfield, he's only averages 12 kicks a game, and he's only kicked one goal for the whole year. So he's not doing anything That's down four either. It's a tough one because we, when we look at this and we're looking at the dynasty potential, I still really want him. But yeah. in my team that I've got there, I also need you to be performing now. So I'm putting him on the hot seat. I know a lot of traditional AFL fantasy and super coach um, coaches have already gotten rid of him. He does have a game against North this week. So if he's going to get the job done, maybe second to the West Coast game, this can be it. But yeah, fingers crossed he finds it because I'm, I'm fast losing patience with my boy. And so you should be. I really want to see him play good footy. And you can really tell when he does play good footy, he can win the game off his own boot. So it's so good to watch him when he's on song. Um, He just needs to get that consistency going. But I'll take us into who is on my hot seat here, and it's Toby Green. 
Um, we're three games into the Toby Green experience in 2022, and he still hasn't been suspended, so that is a plus. Um, <laughs> but it hasn't been as joyful a ride as it should be for fantasy owners. In those three games, he's had 14 touches, 17 touches, and 10 touches, um, which is well below uh, what Toby Green should be averaging in touches-wise, and we all know when you get those touches, it equals production. Um, so Toby Green just hasn't hit the stride that he should be, albeit he had started the season as la- later than all the other fantasy options up front. Um, and fantasy forwards as a whole has been very, very inconsistent. Um, mm. But Toby Green for me just has not been the Toby Green that we needed this year so far. So he is on my hot seat. I'll stick a rocket up him and hopefully he can perform now. Yeah, because our game does not have dual position. So what we've done is we've said you're either a forward or you're a midfield, which means a lot of those people in traditional fantasy would be playing a lot of those forward midfield types. But some of them aren't eligible to go forward, so you're kind of relying on people like Green. and Exactly. Yeah, and he just hasn't been forward, hasn't been performing. Um, I did think about putting him on the hot seat, but I'll, I'm going to give him a couple more weeks. That GWS situation isn't a fun one to come back to, but I no. do like it. Going to move on to my stat of the week. And this one this week actually comes courtesy of Jaden Popowski. I butchered that on Twitter. I'm going to put his link <laughs> in our description. I, I found his Twitter page and it's just the perfect mix of stats meets AFL. And I'm just in love with my finance background. I'm yeah in love with it. Definitely go check it out. Shout out to him. But the stat he posted this week, and this is in relation to AFL fantasy scores, but I thought it was still a really good one. Round eight ended Jack Steele's run of 19 consecutive AFL fantasy scores. He finished on 98. Oh, God. So that had him at 19. Tom Mitchell had 18 previously. Dane Swan, 15. And on 14 was Ablett, Cochin, McRae, and Grundy. Can you guess the player that was on 20 consecutive that Jack Steele was trying to beat? Tom Rockliffe. No, no, it was actually Dane Swan again. Oh, Dane Swan. In 2012 and 2013, again. yeah, he's on the, the list twice. Pig. The original pig. So I would yeah. have loved him on this platform. Why didn't we think of this 10 years ago? <laughs> would, have, would, have been, would have been good. But yeah, shout out to Jaden for that stat. It's sick. He's, I'm definitely going to be pinching more yeah, stats that's a great from him stat. because he's got a few really, really good ones in there. Speaking of some great stuff, Kerm, you had a win this week in Lock of the Week. You've been clawing me back. I did. Do you want to talk me through it? Yes, I had Clary Clayton Oliver. We spoke about him earlier on, and I was watching him very, very closely. He had a bit of a stinker to start the first quarter, but in true Clayton Oliver form, he came through and had a massive, massive day. I think he was in the 130s GDS score, but I only had him for 120. Um, but that still takes me to a total of 537 points. I'm clawing my way back to that, that number one position, that number one spot on the podium, which I'm hoping to get any week now. Yeah, you are. I'm getting nervous. What I'm not getting <laughs> nervous about is Tom. He had another shocker. <laughs> he picked Maxi Gorn um, and just got absolutely burned by him. Yeah. I know on the preview show last time, he didn't pick his pick, so he put down Maxi Gorn for 130. He's um, not happy, he, guys. He was not happy. Yeah. What he's done, though, this week, he's put down Sean Darcy for 105. So he's played the ruck card. And he's gone again. He's trying to double down on that spot. So I'm, I'm curious to see how he goes for his sake. And because we like we both like Sean Darcy. So I, yeah. I hope he hits that. Who have you locked in this week to try and bridge that gap to me? I've actually gone with a little bit of... 
I don't want to say it's a safe one because I don't think it truly is, but I've gone Bailey Dale um, to score 100, 100 GDS points on the dot or more. Um, he's really come into a good role, uh, taking a lot of kick-ins and a lot of play-on kick-ins. I think he's at 45 kick-ins total and taken 43 play-ons. Um, mm, so that's yeah. where he's getting a lot of his production from. But they're trusting him with his boot. I, I rate him as one of the best users by foot in the AFL along with Jaden Short. Um, and Jordan Dawson right now. Um, and you can see that trust that he's getting because he's getting a lot of kicks um, generating through the back line of the Western Bulldogs. So um, I've locked in Bailey Dale for 100 GDS fantasy points. Yeah, that's good. Up against Collingwood, so they should be able to control the footy in their back yeah. half. The question is, yeah, if, if, it's, if they're too dominant, but I don't think they will be because they yeah. haven't been showing some good form. So that's Weird good Western Bulldogs team. I can't call you out for that being low because, as you remember, I did lock in Duncan for 85 one week. Yes. <laughs> but this week I've gone, and I've actually taken a leaf out of your book. I've stayed away from the whole numbers or the fives, and I've actually gone Travis Boak for 111 genius Ooh, I points. I like that. Yeah. I told you, I, I made the mistake of telling you to sell this guy at the end of round four. Go back to the review show <laughs> that we've just done. Hear me backtrack on that one significantly. He's a freak. I love him, yeah. and he's up against North this week, and I just think North's not in a position to be able to handle him. So no yeah, I'm hoping him. that that keeps me on top of the, the leaderboard for this week. I like that. I like that lock a lot. And that about wraps us up, guys. So thank you very much for listening this far. If you have come this far, make sure you do give us a subscribe, give us a like. It does really go a long way in producing, well, making sure that our platform's getting out there because we think we've got something really special and we can't wait to be able to share it with you guys. We're as much a fans about the fantasy and what we're doing as we are with our involvement with GDS. So we're super excited to get involved and actually start playing this with you all. So oh, yeah. if you have any questions, anything like that, jump on the Discord, reach out to us. Happy to talk all about this because we've got some really, really cool stuff going on. So until next time, guys, enjoy the footy and stay game day ready. Mm-hmm.